We kind of get under each other's skin sometimes, but it just pushes us to get better. Phillips girls basketball has won their regional in each of the last three years. There's a number of reasons for that, but family, speed, and simply winning, breeding, winning are at the center of it. And I speak with senior Casey Egebrecht, junior Matea Eckert, and head coach Mike Egebrecht on why this program is not only successful, but special. You're listening to the WSAW Highlight Zone podcast. You guys are five and one through six games. How do you feel like this team is gelling early in the season? I think that the team is really well. We're all super close, like we're a tight knit group, and there's never any drama. So I think it's going really well so far. You know, this is uh, this is a group that you know has been together for a long time, and we're all they're all seniors and juniors now, and it's just it's been a good group. So we we they are a good group of you know they're tight knit. Matea, what about from your perspective? Um, we all get along, and it's not work to go to practice every night, and we all enjoy it. And yeah. That's good to hear. <laughs> no, <Nice. laughs> like practice it. is fun. Practice is fun. All right. With my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about Casey? Is practice fun with your dad? It's fun. Yeah, sometimes we get on each other a little bit, but all in fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you talk about. A lot of seniors and juniors. It feels like you guys bring back a lot from last year, specifically you two. We were leading scorers last year, now coming back. What advantage does that give you guys, having that kind of production and, and returning and be, being able to run it back? Okay, I think that just having, like, the same people we've played with, like me and Matea coming back and then the older kids, it's nice because we all know how each other plays already. So we have experience. And we're not, like, afraid to correct each other. Like, it's just – we're all on the same page. Mateo? It's the experience, I think. And, like, yeah, we all know how to play with each other. Mm -hmm. From a coaching perspective, it it's made life easier because, you know, we've been doing the same thing for years. We got the same people in the same positions with just a couple fill-ins here and there. And so we can start to work on different stuff because everybody kind of knows where we're, where we're at at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where does where where would a team like this compare to a team that's pretty new, right? Because you you could you could you could introduce some more advanced things. Yeah, right? when we when we started practice on the first day, we ran through five of our offenses just to see where they were, and they pretty much knew everything that we had done. So at that point, we can add some different wrinkles to it um, because we don't have to go back and learn the first stuff again. I don't want to give you it. Have you give anything away? But what sort of wrinkles have you guys added this year? We we've created some different sets that um, that we use, and inside them, you know, we instead of just having one option off, we'll have you know what happens if this doesn't work. In the past, maybe we just abandoned it. Where now, it will turn set this pick and have you know Matea come across the top for a three point shot or something like that, um, mm -hmm. which we didn't have in last year because we were just trying to get the first part of it run correctly. Mm -hmm. Matea, from your perspective, is, is it is it when you look at this team chemistry, we'll, we'll talk about that. You guys don't necessarily have to get to know each other. And I know you guys have been playing together for a while, but to to have so many of the same girls has to make it a lot easier from that perspective of just knowing where each other is on the court. We don't compete against each other. We make each other better. And just having each other as support, I feel like really helps us on the court. 
Um, for Matea and Casey, I'm looking at your your raw numbers, and this is just me looking on at the stats. It looks like your your numbers are very similar. Would you describe your play on on the court as pretty similar in, in play style? Um, I think that Matea, she's got that speed on her. <laughs> so I always just know that when I like, or if I get the ball, I can always just chuck it up there and she'll be up there. So I think she plays like a fast up and down game. What about for, from, from your game then? How would you describe your game? I think that I'm more of like the player that like digs it out or gets the rebounds mm. and the steals and then looks ahead to push the ball. I think they work very well together. You got, you got um, Matea's on the top of her one three one when we play that. She gets she causes all sorts of havoc up there because she's real long. Casey gets a lot of steals, and they just know where each other are. They know that if they throw the ball ahead, it's going to be there. They know if they get in trouble where the other person's going to be. You know, they've been working together for quite a few years now, um, so it, it is a great advantage for them to know exactly what the other one's doing. And when we talk about Matea's speed, does that introduce some different elements of your game, maybe in the fast break that without that speed you wouldn't be able to implement? Does that change things a little bit? It's a, it's a philosophy we've always had. We just love to run. But when you got a player with Matea's speed and ability up top and then, you know, and others that we can get out and run, it is a huge advantage. Mm -hmm. Now, Casey, one thing you mentioned, you said you like to push the ball forward, Matea, or you like, and, and Matea could run. I guess, I guess, what are you looking for when you guys are going in transition? Are you, are your eyes always ahead? Yeah, always. I'm always looking up for like that quick pace to get just like a quick layup because her at the top of the zone, I know she'll always be running like right away. So to get like her the ball up there and she'll beat everyone down the court. So it's always nice to have her up there. Mateo, what about from your perspective on, on the other end of that play? So I'm just on top and then. Casey gets to steal, and my job is just to run. Like, <laughs> I literally just running at the ball. Like, Casey just, she always just passes it, like, right in my hand, so I don't really have much of a job. Does, uh, is it, does that make life a lot easier? Yes, because I know Casey will just steal it if I'm on top, so I just, I have trust that, like, if I think that she's going to get it, I just take off, and then she just passes it. <laughs> From a coach's perspective, is there any, ever a time where she takes off and, she doesn't get the steal. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But you know, we always talk about we're fine. We're fine with pushing the ball recklessly. We're fine with throwing some balls away. We're fine if Matea takes off and she has to come back mm -hmm. because it's the overall pace of the game and it, it adds up throughout the game. And if with that pace, if a team is staying close with us, but we can but we feel we played a game earlier this year. And it was a close game early on and called a timeout with a couple minutes left. And Casey came out and she said, Dad, they're actually wheezing out on the court. Like, they are so tired. And at that point, we feel like we're in really good shape at this point. And um, that even if it's close at that point, that if we keep pushing that pace, pushing that pace, that eventually we're going to make some stuff happen. When does conditioning come into that? I think we can we condition not a ton of just running and we don't do a lot of just line to lines like we used to do. Most almost everything we do in practice is full court drills, so we get a lot of running that way. But this group of girls comes in. I think every single person on the team, except maybe one, is a three sport athlete at this point. So 
they come in through volleyball, they come in through cross country, um, very active in the summer with everything that they're doing. So I don't feel the first day of practice, we don't come in and just have everyone collapsing. They're, they're in good shape when they get there. So it's kind of more just refining it. And like I said, everything we do is full court in practice. So I think we just get our, our um, you know, we get in shape from that. Mm-hmm. Mateo, I'll direct this question at you. And he, he's talking oh. about tire, almost tiring other teams out with your pace of play. Do you, do you notice that? And is, is that aspect of your game easy for you? because you guys are so well-conditioned coming into the season in general with all your sports. Yeah. Like, when we hear the other team breathing really hard and we're not breathing, like, we're tired inside, but we're just not dying. <laughs> like, it's just reassuring that, like, we can keep going. Would you So so would you say that's, that's almost a mindset that you have as well? Yeah, I would say so. It's really interesting. Last week we played Assumption. Assumption's number one ranked team division five really good team and first half i felt we were just dead we weren't pressing they got good guards we weren't pressing and i felt that we were just so slow that night so we didn't press because i'm like i don't know what's going on with these girls and then late in the game we decided to start pressing because we were down and all of a sudden our team was back and we got energy and we're going everywhere and and so i think it is a mindset that when we play differently they didn't know how to do that and our mindset is just to go, 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 go. And we're, when we're in that mindset, it, it, it feels like that's how we want to be. That's how we want to play. What, what, from, from your perspective, playing in that game, what was the difference late in the game versus earlier in the game? Were you, was it more fun later on? Was it you guys just felt more comfortable? I mean, what, what difference did you guys feel? I feel like once we started playing with that fast pace, we didn't really have time to think about, like, I don't know, our every move. So we just like got in the flow of the game more. Mm-hmm. Casey? Yeah, I agree. I feel that once like we get a couple of steals on the press or get a couple of touches, that just gets the energy boosted automatically. And then we see that we can get it going and get some buckets. So basically they're saying it was a coach's error that night. We, let's talk about the coach. There's, I feel like there's a lot of family ties on this team. Matea, I believe, is your sister a senior? Is that your sister? Yeah. Yep. Your sister's a senior. Casey, dad's the coach. You played with your sister a few years ago. What kind of element does that bring when when there's family involved, someone that you know so well and, and that you've been around with for obviously a very long time? Mateo, I'll, talk, I'll, I'll direct this question at you because your sister is a senior on this team. We kind of get each, under each other's skin sometimes, but it just pushes us to get better. And like we have all those fun times together and just the bus rides, everything. It just, we're all so close. Like even my sister and it's going to be hard next year, but. Mm-hmm. And I, and I feel like that's interesting. Usually when you, when you see siblings, there's, there's at least two or three years in between, but you guys are just a year apart. Does that change the dynamic a little bit? Yeah. Cause we're so close. Cause we're so close in age. So I've been with her my whole, like growing up. So it's going to be a lot different and, is there a mindset of being the little sister? Yeah, she tells what to do sometimes, but. <laughs> uh, Mike, as a coach, is that something you notice in practice, that, that sibling dynamic? Yeah, I mean, Brooke and Matea are probably as close to sisters as friends as there can be, but that also means that they get after each other a little bit, which is good. Um, yeah, I mean, we've had this, you know, we've had Jaden and Casey, we had these, Brooke and Matea with Kendall and Jensen, the last couple of years, we have Allie and Rayleigh um, now. So it's been 
it, it's interesting, but it, it hasn't become a problem. I think the kids, um, all the sisters are pretty good with each other and, um, and, and they actually push each other. And when one wants to come into the gym, they both come in. So they, you know, they, they come in together. So that that's helpful. We get, you know, everyone coming in and, um, yeah, it's, I like it. It's been, it's been good. As a coach, you've gotten to coach two daughters now. Is it, is it any different with Casey as, as it was with Jada a few years ago? I don't know if it's any different. Casey and Jada are different players. Uh-huh. Jada was much more of an offensive minded person where Casey, I mean, I think we looked um, without putting last night's stats in, I think Casey's the lead, second leading scorer, the second leading um, steals in this, in the mm-hmm. state right now. And she's the uh, leader in assists right now. And so they're just different um, players. But I love coaching both of them. Um, I think me and Casey probably, I won't even say buttheads because we really don't, but maybe a little more than me and Jada because Jada was just so, such a laid back person that, um, but, um, but it's all good. You know, you get on your daughters a little harder than everyone else during the game. And then you come back at night when you get home, you give them a hug, say great game, and, you know, and move on. And we don't talk about the games anymore. And we show up at practice the next day. Casey, I see you laughing during that whole answer. What, what's your perspective on this? Um, I enjoy him as a coach very much, but we do butt heads more than me and him and Jada did, I'd say. I don't know. I think it's just the younger sibling kind of deal here. It's like, <laughs> she is just a different player. So, like, sometimes we butt heads about, like, scoring and offensive stuff when I'm, like, more focused on the defensive end, but I know that I have to do more offense, so it's good. To hear so if me. Casey misses a couple shots, she gets gun shy, and I just tell her she's got to keep playing and keep shooting, and you're a good shooter, and we need points for multiple people. So that's about the that's our main thing we get on each other about is when all of a sudden she stops shooting when she's got good open shots. So it could be worse things. Like I always yeah. tell people, if the coach is yelling at you for not shooting, it could be the opposite. It could be yelling at you for shooting. So – that is, that, that's, that's a good perspective on it. Um, and and it's, I think it's interesting to hear that you're, you're so defensive minded when Jada was offensive minded. Yeah. Where, where does that come from, from you? Cause obviously usually the younger sibling looks to the older sibling and almost mimics them in a way. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think having her being such an offensive player, I wanted to be the person when we play one-on-one to stop her. So I was always been working on my defense, like, oh, I got to stop Jada in practice. Like can't let her get those points. So I think just working on defense against her helped me become a better defensive player in the long run. And I also think when Jada was a, when Casey was a freshman, Jada was a junior, and she was our main scorer. And I think Casey just said, "I'm going to find my niche, and my niche is going to go get rebounds and play defense." And and you know, not to I mean, Casey's scoring 15 points a game, so it's not like yeah. she's not scoring. Um, it's just I think her, her mentality is more defensive than than for sure what Jada's was. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen some continuity and success in the Phillips basketball program. I think before 2021, you guys had only won regionals, I think once in the last at least decade or maybe even before then. Now you've won it three years in a row. Do you think some of that family success, I, I don't know if, if that's what you want to call it, some, some, maybe some more continuity in, 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 in those players are, are helping, I guess, w- what's leading to the success of, of the consistent run of success these last few years? I mean, from my perspective, 
you, you got a couple of things is when we have an older sibling come through, we run a lot of the stuff in our youth program. So mm -hmm. we've had some really good families help us out in our youth program. So if their older daughter goes through, um, Matea and, and Brooke's dad, Justin has helped us forever. So, you know, we, we do this for a couple of years with, with Brooke and, you know, right behind it, he's picking up Matea's group and just keep following the same thing. And we had the same thing when we had the weeks is, um, they would help us out with stuff and then they would just keep running that stuff back through. And then I think anytime you got success, you know, it just keeps building on itself. We, we had ran some camps this summer with the girls. We try to do a lot with our youth, with our elementary school and stuff like that. And I think that, you know, they're very, they, they're coming to the games right now because we're having success and they want to be just like these guys. And um, I think, you know, obviously success breeds success. And I think that's kind of where we are right now. That's what I was just going to say. And, and from your the girl's perspective, um, Matei, I know your sister's you know, only a year older, so you weren't that far removed from, from all of this. But is that something coming up through this program? You saw success building and that almost breeds itself. Yeah. When I was younger, I'd watch the older girls play and I was like, I was like, I want to do that someday. So it's just looking up to them. So mm -hmm. Casey, what about for you? Yeah, I agree. When I was in middle school, I would always look up to my sister in that grade, especially and be like, I can't wait to get on the court with them to see how that would work out and turned out well. So that was good. You know, like you said, when Jada's group um, first won their conference, that was the first time we had done it in forever. And um, these guys, you know, the group that graduated last year never lost the game in the Marywood North. And we're hoping that this group will also be that same way. So um, I don't want to say it's become expected, but that's the that's what we have set now as our goal every year is that we're going to win the games in the North and we're going to win the Marywood Conference. And I think it's become expected by these girls that that's, that's what we're going to do. You kind of took the words right out of my mouth because I was just going to say that you almost raise the bar by, by winning as much as you guys have, right? Like that's that's almost when you come into the season, it's not oh you know hopefully we we win conference. It's we 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 should win conference, right? I mean, is, we, is that kind of a thing? We, we respect we respect our opponents obviously, and we mm -hmm. take everything seriously. But um, for sure, the expectation right now is that we're going to win conference and we're going to win most of these games. Mm -hmm. But with that, you guys haven't made a a trip to state in that in that run. How bad do you guys want to get there? Really bad. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm guessing that's something that's just, has, has that been frustrating for you guys over the years to, to just get so close, get to the sectional final a few years and not be able to get over that home? Right. Yeah. And then we go watch the teams at state and we're like, that looks like a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Casey, anything else? Yeah, I think just having those upsets in sectional finals these past years, it's kind of built, built it up that we want to get there this year. Like we just have to get over that one hump and then we can be at the place we've always wanted to be. So yeah. I think the fresh, the more the frustration is not getting there because we've always said like, if we can, if we're winning 20 games and win conference, we win a regional final, like that's a super great year. Like we would take that every single year. If you could say that's what we're going to be, but you get into the sectional finals and, and sectionals you want to win. And, you know, one year we had a 13 point lead at half. One year we had a seven point lead at half. And I think actually last year we lost in section. I think we were winning by a few at half. So you get to that point where you almost feel like 
we're there and then it gets taken away and that that's where the real frustration comes is we know we are right there and there's just one team that gets us every year so what needs to happen to get there the change is us being more physical we get into the sectionals and it, things don't get called quite as much teams are especially teams that come from more self play a little more physical styles than we play up here and we allow ourselves to be not really pushed around but if a team wants to guide us where we don't want to go we're more accepting of it and we don't return the physicalness when on the other end of defense so that's something we're focusing on right now is when we say physical we're talking about you know not getting knocked out of bounds or not being not being strong enough with the ball when you catch it at the free throw line if someone comes across your arms or grabs the ball so i i truly believe that's the change that needs to happen i think balls skills shooting ability knowledge of the game we're right there with everybody um we just need to get that one last aspect and i think part of the physicality aspect is that we're all so close so we don't want to in practice beat up on each other and we're always saying sorry so he's always telling us we can't be doing that but that's just how we are we had, a, each other. we had a big discussion the other day because one girl was bouncing the ball right in front of the other girl's face during scrimmaging and they didn't steal it. And I'm like, you're not making you better and you're not making them better. And then Matea drove through the lane or ran through the lane. Casey bumped her and stopped and said, sorry. And I'm like, no, that's, I'm like, Matea will be your friend after if you bumped her going through the lane or not. Like, and we're, I feel like that's what it is, is they're too nice with each other. And then we get into a game and that's the way they are. And sometimes you can't be that way. How, how do you flip that mindset, I guess? What, what goes into that? Do you guys do you guys know the answer to that? Like, we all know that we won't take it personally. It's just that we just have to do it. And we will all still be friends, so. In practice, it's, it's, it's just some stuff we need to do differently in practice. And it's just, it's just, it's a mindset of being more physical with each other. And mm -hmm. like I said, it's, we're not talking about pushing. We're not talking about, we're just yeah. talking about ripping the ball out of each other's hands, um, not letting them cut through the lane. And it's just stuff that every day moving forward here, we're working on in practice because we saw that when we played assumption is they were just more physical than us. And it, it knocked us off everything we wanted to do because we weren't where we wanted to be. You know, if they pushed us a foot uh, off of our spot, you know, our play just didn't work from there because we weren't in the spot. So we're working on it and hopefully, hopefully we'll get there. And um, last question I'll ask the girls this one. If you guys are to get to state this year, what 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 will be different about this team that gets you guys over the hump? We talked about physicality. Is there anything else that you you can point to that about this roster, about the skill set that's going to get you guys over the hump to state? I think that just staying drama free. Like past years is we haven't had much drama, but there's always that. There's a couple little missing pieces there, but this year it's like all together. Like our team is so close that we know that we can all play together and not get mad. And I think that having that will allow us to just work well on the court together and get where we want to be. I agree with that. And there's not like that one person that you're like, okay, that person's causing a problem. Like we all get along and it's just not a problem. So I think that the difference will be that we have a lot more shooters this year. Like we have four girls that legitimately can knock down threes at any point. Um, even Brooke has stepped out. I think she's got five threes on the year. Like, so, you know, if we have a game where 
we're down and the girls get hot a little bit. Right? Last night in our game, it was close getting towards the end of the half and we hit either three or four three pointers in a minute, minute and a half period. And boom, all of a sudden from 10, we're up 20, you know, 20 points. And we have a lot of shooting this year. So I think that might be the difference is, and it's not all coming from one person. It's coming from different ways. So it's harder for teams to just say, Hey, we're going to guard Matea and she has a bad game. We're going to lose. No, because we got others that can handle that this year. The voice coach, Mrs. Ring, dared me to say knuckle sandwich, so I just had to say it on here. <laughs> wanted her to get the word knuckle sandwich somehow into this. You hear that, Coach Ring? Hopefully Phillips can keep giving their opponents a good old knuckle sandwich on the scoreboard. See, I, I worked it in a little bit. Well, thank you for listening to the WSAW Highlight Zone podcast, and take care.